Welcome to the second cycle of Tanya learning, or the first for those who just joined us. The Tanya is a compilation of five different sections, all written by Rabbi Shneur Zalman of Liadi, the founder of the Chabad movement, the author of the Shulchan Aruch Harav, and the author of the Chabad Siddur, Nosechari. Each of these five sections is unique and distinct. The first section, the most extensive, is Likutei Amarim, which humbly he refers to a collection of sayings, although it's a very original document. And in its 53 chapters, he explores what life looks like for the average Joe. What, in other words, what is it to be a Benoni? It's hard and demanding, but absolutely true to the human condition. And that's one of the big themes that we explore over and over in this section, and that is Rabbi Schneir Zalman's absolute understanding of who we are, and yet his faith in how far we can reach. Then there is Shara Yichud Vamuna, the gate of unity and trust, and that is a philosophical text of 12 chapters that explores the fundamentals of what we believe about Hashem. Rabbi Shneur Zalman in his other books goes into this theme much more, but in these 12 chapters he focuses mainly on the idea of God's unity and explaining the Shema Yisrael. Then there is Igeris HaTshuva, the letter regarding repentance. This is also 12 chapters, and in it he explains the mystical meaning of what it means to do tshuva, return to Hashem. Following that is the second to the largest section, Igeris HaKodesh, holy letters. The majority of these letters talk about the awesomeness of giving tzedakah, specifically to Jews in Israel, as Rabbi Shneir Zalman took it upon himself to support um, his fellow Hasidim, who had made Aliyah in the late 1700s, and there was no economy in Israel at the time, and Rabbi Shneir Zalman's pushing his fellow Jews in Eastern Europe to give tzedakah and support them. There are other themes as well in the letters, but over 50% of the letters are addressing the ideas of tzedakah, each one in a very original way. And finally, Kuntras Acharen, the final section, which is about 10 essays exploring different ideas that we discussed throughout Tanya. Some of the essays are similar to the letters they refer to tzedakah. The final two essays that we just finished learning at the completion of Tanya are about davening and how a Hasidic minion, how a minion should run. That's, in short, the makeup of the Tanya book. Each year we learn it over a year, from Yutas Kislev to Yutas Kislev. Depending on the setup of the year, if it's a leap year, 13 months, then we split it over 13 months. Um, and if it's a 12-month year, it's split over 12 months. So this year's split, because we're entering the leap year, there'll be two Adars this year, it's going to be a bit of a different setup to last year. Um, it, it catches up towards uh, about halfway through the book, but in the first half of the year, it's substantially different, the sections, than what would be if we learned it in 12 months. So the first day, the first part of Tanya, we're not actually going into the 53 chapters yet, we're going onto the opening page. Usually the opening page 
is not much to read into. But Rabbi Schneir Zalman, in his great wisdom, manages to pack in just a few lines what this book is all about. This is section one. So this is called the Sefer Shalbeninim, the book of the intermediaries, intermediates, the people who are in the middle, the people who are not Sadikim and not Rishaim. Now this is compiled from sacred books and from teachers, all whose souls are in Ganeden, and in other words, he's not willing to take humility, the, the credit for this theme, although it is very much an original work. It's based on works of his teachers, like the Magid of Mezrich, the Baal Shem Tov, and then his great-great-great-grandfather, seven generations back, the Maral of Prague, and the Shalah, and other great mystics. But ultimately, what am I here to explain? I'm here to explain one pasuk, one verse. And this verse is towards the end of the Chumash, towards the end of the Torah, in the parsha of Nitzavim, words that Moshe Rabbeinu said on the last, days of, last day of his life, where Moshe Rabbeinu says, Ki that keeping Judaism, or rather observing what Hashem wants, is very near to each and every one of you. It's accessible. It's accessible for you to keep it in your mouth, in other words, by saying the, the right things. And in your heart, and that you may do it, in other words, action. So it's accessible for you in all three faculties, speech, emotion, action. Now, I'm here to explain, says Rabbi Shneir Zaman, especially that idea of emotion. How is it so near? How can you say that it's near for each and every person to be able to be close to Hashem, to be able to feel Hashem in your heart, to be able to do the mitzvahs of the heart, as well as action and speech? But that is easier to accept that it's near because you can control your actions. Even if you don't feel it, you could do it nevertheless. You could say what needs to be said. But how can you put on the emotion? And he says, I'm going to use the method in a, of both a lengthy and a short way. And over here, it's the famous piece of Talmud of a great sage who was trying to access a city and he sees a child and he says, what's the best way to the city? So the child points one way and says, this is the long short way and the other one is, this is the short long way. So the rabbi obviously chooses the short long way, thinking it's short. And it is very short in distance, but it's long because it's inaccessible. He has to go through quicksand and thorn bushes and everything. So he comes back to the child and he says, what, why did you send me this way? He said, I said it's short, it's short in distance, but it's long. In other words, it won't get you there, or it will get you there in a very long time. The other way is long, you have to go around, etc., but it's short, it's an easy path. So Abshner Zalman is countering the Tanya method with other methods within Yiddishkeit, other great books that were written, that often offer this method which seems short. This is the way you're going to become a tzaddik. This is the way you're going to become perfect. This is the way you're going to achieve everything. But it's long because it's unattainable. It's, it's, not, it's nice in theory, but it gets you stuck. It's not real to your experience. It says, Rabbi Shneur Zaman, I'm not offering you any shortcuts. This is a long way. It's a journey of a lifetime. 
but it gets you where you want to because it's authentic to your experience, because it is accessible to each and every one of us. That is the introduction to the Tanya. Following that, we have two approbations from two of Rabbi Shneur Zalman's great friends. One is the famous Rabbi Zusha of Anipali, and the other one's from Rabbi Yehuda Leiba Cohen. Both of them are really here to make sh- to write letters that people should not copy this work and allow Rabbi Shneur Zalman to get back his investment because that's really what people used to get approbations for at the time was that people should make sure that this work is not you know, taken over by somebody else. They give the five-year limit. After five years, people can go um, t- take these ideas and spread them f- and you know, make copies. But for the first five years, all proceeds um, go directly to the writer to make sure to get back the cost. But there are also approbations of what they think of the work. As the famous story goes, the Rabbi Zusha of Anipali saw this book and he said, wow, how can you squeeze such a great God in something so small? 